Tubes. They're gonna talk about it. TV Tubes. You're gonna scream and shout it. TV Tubes. Just sit back and relax. It's your favorite 90s cartoon podcast. TV Tubes. You know how we start this off. Oh, uh, what up, my Bruce Timms? Ugh, Jesus. Every time it's a new one. Oh, my Bruce Timms. <laughs> uh, hi, hello again. Hey, guys. Uh, Welcome back. Folks, what a, what a time we have uh, uh, in store for you. We watched <laughs> Batman Beyond. Oh, one of my favorites. To talk about it is Justin Michael. Hey, hello, Justin. my Bruce Timms. <laughs> my Bruce Timms. How are you oh. doing, Bruce? How are you doing, Bruce? Uh, hi, Bruce. So you're enabling him. <laughs> he's, been doing, he's been doing these for weeks. I'm only here to enable David. I know. I'm not I here know. to talk about the cartoon. Yeah. I'm just here to get, like, give a thumbs up and... <laughs> Like, go, yeah, boy. <laughs> yeah, that's my that's my Tim over here. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's my Tim, my Bruce Tim. If you didn't know, uh, I feel like I am Chris Gethard with Paul Shear and Jason Manzukis right wow, now. Wow, what an honor! Dibs on Manzukis. Okay, dibs on Shear because I have to be. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> also, you nice guy. <laughs> yeah, like really good person. Yeah, really both great. Both options. great. Yeah. Um, um, so you, first of all, you host a podcast about Batman the Animated Series. I do. We it's called an Batman expert. the Animated Podcast. Uh, David has been on it. It's a great name. Yes. It's, it's a great name. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but you chose Batman Beyond. And we told you you didn't have to choose any Batman-related thing. No, there was a moment where I was like, what about the Pirates of Darkwater? And then I quickly dialed it back. <laughs> uh, that would have been interesting, though. I mean, I just was like, I don't know if I want to rewatch this show. Yeah. But apparently it famously has a cliffhanger ending that fans of the show really want resolved. And I don't know what that cliffhanger ending is because I didn't rewatch it. How many fans, though? I don't know. It's hard to tell online what fandom numbers equate to Mm because people can be loud, Mm -hmm. but doesn't mean there are a lot of them. Uh, yeah, no, you can. Uh, 2016 was a good explanation of that. I don't know what you're talking about. Exactly. Nothing happened that year. Uh, I just Googled Pirates of Dark Water and it made me laugh. What does it look like? To myself. It just looks silly. It's, I mean, it's very 80s. It's got very scary water. It's like goopy, brackish, like purple black water, right? Yeah. Which I'm, reminds me of Little Nemo, the movie, where there's also some goopy, creepy, brackish I, stuff. I was looking this up to confirm my suspicion that it is Tim Curry in this and and I was correct. Tim, Tim Curry, Curry is in everything is... from the 80s and yeah. 90s. <laughs> Including the original voice of the Joker in Batman the Animated Series. That's oh, right. Jesus and they Christ. thought he wasn't what, what was there? They <laughs> it wasn't scary enough? <laughs> yeah, I think he wasn't he, I don't know what the true reasoning is. I mm-hmm. feel like it sounds like somebody didn't like him as a choice that was a higher up and they Put the kibosh on it. Yeah. But politically, they're like, it just didn't work out. Yeah. Or like, there was like, he got a cold and then he couldn't show up and we had to recast it. And it's like, no. I don't know. That's not what it is. You wait for Tim Curry. Yeah. He's, <laughs> and he also seems, again, like the nicest person. Tim Curry and Paul Shear. <laughs> now that's class acts. a fun wine and cheese night. <laughs> Do you ever think that Tim Curry just didn't want to be pigeonholed as a clown again? He turned it down, probably. Possibly. Yeah, Maybe. I don't know. Could be. Oh, yeah, it probably would have been close to his it voice. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Pennywise? No, it wasn't, Pennywise. actually. I oh. saw it. They, it. So they did, I skipped out on a college improv practice, which at the time... How dare you? <laughs> it feels like that was a how dare you yeah. at the time. Yeah. I lied about it. I was like, I'm feeling sick, you guys. And I went <laughs> Was to that sp- the voice you did, too? Oh, I'm feeling sick, and this is how I normally talk. As you can tell, I'm sick, actually. So this is my voice. But I, I ducked out to go to um, a celebration of like Bruce Tim 
stuff and like oh, Batman the Animated Series at oh, the wow. Egyptian. Cool. Um, and at the time, Justice League Unlimited was airing. And so they showed an episode of Justice League Unlimited that hadn't aired. Cool. Oh, wow. Wasn't a great episode. Uh, but it was still cool. But they showed live the episode Joker's Favor. Oh. Which they fully recorded with Tim Curry. Whoa. And it was like a work print. So there wasn't any sound design or music. Mm-hmm. But it was all the VO and stuff. And it was cut together. Uh, and he he was like playing it pretty broad. Like it, it, it wasn't that scary, honestly. I think mm. maybe he wasn't mm. scary enough. Oh. Like he was like, oh, it's a kid's cartoon. I'll play like a goofy kind of clowny, like Cesar Romero joke. Right. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Anyway, that's <laughs> that's good. No, Tangent. Yeah. Definitely not sounds... really, though. We're talking Batman. That's true. Uh, that's worth skipping improv practice. I feel Absolutely. Like. Yeah. 100. You made the right choice. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Um, they're all going to find out now, though. I mean, yeah, I think I have told them because it was people who I still know, Jacob Reed, mm-hmm. Clay Larson. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I should have just told Clay. You I was going to say, those are the dudes who would understand, yeah. I think. I think Jacob would have been very mad. That they didn't was... come with you, I feel like. Yes. would be mad. Clay definitely like would have loved to have gone to something like that. Jacob probably would have enjoyed it, but would have been like, improv is more important. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, yeah. This is I how feel like I was money. that type of guy, but I also loved Batman the Animated Series, so I don't know what I would have done. We would have done the same thing, yeah. I think. <laughs> yeah. That's what, I was like very serious about it, but I was like, if there's one thing <laughs> that will trump this, it will be going to see this live. Mm-hmm. And seeing it alone, like a college student, it yeah. was just a weird... I don't know. I'm liking alone activities a lot more now. Yeah. They're great. Hell yeah. Um, this show, though. This show... B-Man Beyond. B-Man, B-Man Beyond. Beyond. Bruce Tim Beyond. Bruce, <laughs> Brucey Tim Tim Beyond Beyond. <laughs> Beyond Beyond. Um, so, yeah, I mean, aside from your love of Batman, what, what made you choose this? What's your connection to it? Do you remember watching it when it was airing? I remember the premiere, because yeah. it aired mm-hmm. as a primetime premiere. Yeah. And I remember being very excited, because I loved Batman, and I loved, I think Superman had already aired, too. So I was, like, yeah. fully in. I was like, you've convinced me to like Superman. I didn't care about the character, really, yeah. beforehand. I like the Christopher Reeve movies. Mm-hmm. But, uh, and I remember I really didn't like it when it came out. Oh, it, really? I thought it really, I thought it was bad. <laughs> and I think it was just different. Yes. Yeah. And I think now I really love it. Um, and in college, I like came to, like, really appreciate it. But... I think it's like darker, mm-hmm. moodier, more sci-fi. Yeah. Uh, the better episodes are like really just like sad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I love, and I feel like Kevin Conroy is top of his game in this mm. series. I feel like he's yeah. the best version of himself mm-hmm. uh, acting wise. I'm like, oh yeah, he's killing it. Yeah. Because now you hear him and like sometimes he's great and sometimes it's like, oh, you're, this is a paycheck. Yes. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you, I can... You, you know, Batman and Harley Quinn is a paycheck. Oh, yeah. God. I started to watch that, and I couldn't finish. <sighs> yeah, I watched a few of the choice clips, and it is... It's bad. It's very bad, but also, like, not bad enough. Like, mm-hmm. I think they were going for a specific kind of, like, campy comedy of a bygone era, but they didn't push it hard enough. Like, the opening credits made me be like, okay, they're trying to emulate a, like... Pink Panther ish yes. style of comedy, but but then it like was just sort of 
a, a very long, not good Batman episode. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. It, it really, it, from what I saw, so I really can't speak too much, but I saw <laughs> yeah, a bunch I of fart jokes and, it. you know, Harley Quinn you say questionably. fart jokes? Yeah. In the Batman? Multiple fart jokes uh, in the Batmobile. Um, well, that's good stuff. And Harley Quinn this is teen tying Nightwing go. up and him sort of being into it, but also it being perhaps sexual assault, and there's a lot of discussion of this. Was he also this? Was he Batman in uh, the Killing Joke too? I think he was. Because that was painful to watch. Yeah, uh, it was a bummer. A lot of bad choices are just seeping into the animated DC. Well, the whole prologue with now. Batgirl sleeping with Batman. It, oh yeah, that for no reason. Sense. And this like cartoonish gay stereotype of a character. Yep. Yeah. That was Barbara Gordon's best friend. I really had so many problems with it. Yeah. A lot of people did. I remember uh. them like promoting it by being like, what's really cool is we finally gave some substance to Batgirl. And then I watched it and <laughs> was like, you guys, this is, no, this is not. This, this is, is the, the most opposite. shallow depiction. Yeah. <laughs> and the thing is, is that there are talented people that must be working on this because you know in animation it takes a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, so when a bad thing is made, it's a bummer because there are good people making it. Yeah, and I think that it is also just sort of like we we've 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 come so far. We were talking about this last episode. Yeah. Uh, we we watched the show Hysteria. Do you remember that show? Yes. And it's like almost a great thing that they did. It's like they almost made a funny educational show for kids, but like a lot of it has not aged well. Very and problematic. Like it's a cast of characters. white people voicing yeah. all cultures. Um, Which is a lot problems. of that era of voice acting. Yeah. yeah, and I think that this is the same kind of problem of like a lot of these people are from that era and it's a different sensibility where like they're, I don't think that they're maliciously no. being like, sexist on purpose but no. it's just a different time you know it's when america was great you know right <laughs> is that what we're talking you about know. <laughs> make it great no uh make america bruce tim again yeah oh but please I, I do think that yeah a lot of these dudes who are and it is all dudes exclusively dudes that you yep. see about making these dc original features like whenever it's the special features behind the scenes it's always like mostly white men uh, older white men, and and not to be like ageist about it, but if your ideas are dated, then yeah, it 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 feels like there needs to be fresh life breathed into DC animated properties. Yeah. And I know there's yeah. like that superhero girl show that seems to be doing well, but uh, I feel like this these movies in particular feel yeah like mm-hmm. dark and gritty and like but also low budget. Yeah. yeah, like it's a machine. That being said, though, it, it is a lot of the same uh, old white dudes uh, <laughs> yeah. making Batman Beyond, but uh, it does feel fresher and like a little more, mm-hmm. a little, little more current, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I, it could have been very bad because uh, yes. I think yeah. what they wanted was like, okay, we want a teen Batman was yes. the story, mm-hmm. and then whoever you know, Bruce Tim and company, I feel like he gets all of the credit, but it is like so many other people also. Yeah. But uh, you know, they all. We're like, okay, well, how can we trick them into making the show they want, but mm-hmm. like continuing our mythos? Yeah. And I think they nailed it. They really 100%. did. There's some problematic stuff for sure in the oh. episodes that we watched. For sure, yeah, of course. But Very overall, much. I'm like, you know, in co- terms of like color, tone, mm-hmm. yeah, like just storytelling, it's pretty solid. Yeah, they figured out how to take that that shitty network note and make it a 
pretty cool, fun show. Yeah. They adapted really they well. Yeah. And all the callbacks are just perfect, too. Speaking of which, let's get into Dead Man's Hands. Let's get into Dead Man's Because Hands. the Royal Flush is a callback. Oh, Royal Flush yeah. Gang. Ooh. Uh, I looked it up. Their first appearance was like, uh, where is it, 1966, I want to say? Probably. Yeah, uh, and yeah just, they're old, yes. goofy villains. Justice League number 43, March 1966. Man. So the fact that they're still around is pretty cool. Yeah. This West Side Story adaptation of a... <laughs> it is sort of like, yeah. You, that are like Romeo and Juliet. You have to be kind of, part of our uh, elite uh, robber family. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love the Royal Flush King. I think primarily because of the designs. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, the costuming is perfect. It yeah. is on point. Mm-hmm. Uh, but and like uh, flying around on playing cards yeah. is is a thing they've been doing since 1966. Yes, <laughs> why wouldn't they? Come on, I love that they kept that. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. well, and it also feels futury enough. Like there was something yeah. about it, I was like, oh, these are like floating pieces of metal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I always wanted action figures of them because I collected mm-hmm. all the toys. Of course, and of course. I feel like now is the time. <laughs> Come on, Hot Toys, get on it. Oh, Hot Toys, too expensive. Yeah. Uh, well, give me DC Collectibles. Come, Come on. on, DC Collectibles. Come on. Come on. You made a Batman and Bruce, old Bruce and Ace the Bat Hound set. Those do look great. They I've, are. <laughs> <laughs> I have them on my desk. Yeah. Did you buy the one with all of the like different faces the and answer's hands? Yes. Okay. The answer is yes. Okay. I don't yes. know why. I, I also do get a lot of them for free because okay. I directed a commercial for uh, those toys. I remember that commercial. Oh, yeah. So uh, that's an unfair way of getting things. That's the only reason why you directed but it? But I also pitched them the commercial. Like, it wasn't like they were looking to make one. It was like, hey, you guys, guys, this would be a dream. I know one of you in this department. He was really cool. They were down. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's great. So you directed a Batman toy commercial. All I wanted was things being pushed through blocks. <laughs> like, <laughs> I remember that. That's, yeah. I saw it. It's very good. That's it. Uh, yeah, you can check it out. It's on YouTube.com. Com. Dot com. Okay, dot, dot com. com. Yeah, dot All right. com. It's one of those new sites. Um, yeah, no, I love this episode so much. And I always loved Ten. Good. Ten always was oh, like an ten. interesting character to me of just like, and I mean, it's basically his Selena Kyle. And yeah, that uh, the way that that episode ended uh, was just perfection. Um, Batman is cursed to always yeah. have weird entanglement, romantic entanglements with villains. No That's what I love about Batman, towel. this or Batman Beyond. Uh, but both of the shows, they're, uh, the endings are usually pretty sad. Yeah. Yeah. This one was about connecting over loss. Yeah. Like, that was the happy ending. It was like, well, let me tell you about Selena Kai. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Ugh. Like, sad, sad old man. There was some one ending of an old, another Batman episode that was like, Sometimes there are no happy endings. <laughs> that was just the end of it. <laughs> I was like, holy shit. Like this one. Yeah. Every did this time. fuck us all up a little bit as kids? Yeah, all 90s cartoons did. <laughs> Whether yeah. it be the stereotypes or the sad endings. Yes. Uh, one way or the other, we all left damaged, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did love the color coordination with the, um, uh, the bar scene where... Oh yeah, beautiful. Yeah, the juice bar. That's the what I thought was bar. very. I was like, it's clearly a club where people are fucked up. Yeah, but, and they just call it juice bar. And it was like, I love the. Yeah, it's like they use it in the opening. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but like the way the that like Terry is a different color than the rest of the backdrop, so he stands out. Is yeah. like mm-hmm. very it looks very cool. I feel like often animated club scenes 
never look good. Mm-mm. But mm-hmm. they like, I think, because these are a bunch of pros who know how to deal with things like overseas animation studios and like what works and what doesn't on TV. Right, so they, they knew sixty to eighty episodes. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel like they yeah. knew like make it stylized enough where where you you like get the feel of it more than like it actually looking like a busy dance club. That's yeah. so much of good animation. It feels like yeah. it's just pushing the style and like, you know, simplifying in ways that like just communicate the idea. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's great. It's very good. The dancing also feels a little bit like the Bat Tootsie from back in uh, <laughs> <laughs> Batman 66. Oh yeah. Of course. Which uh, I'm down with. Oh, I know. Yeah, we the opening credits every party. <laughs> have a guy basically doing the twist. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I love it. <laughs> we used to... Also, the opening credits, guys. Yeah. What oh, a yeah. product of its time. Yes. In a perfect way. Yeah. That... Some of this is like legitimately cool, and some of this is... Uh, what old people think kids think is Greed cool. Apathy. You know what I mean? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it is such a cool relic of that moment because yeah. it was mm-hmm. still like people who are not teenagers. Like the the characters are not written like real teenagers. They don't no. sound like it, but we never, you don't think about that. And they like kind of get away with a lot because it's in an unspecified future uh-huh. where the, it's like, yeah, this is what school will look you like. You know what? This is the closest one that has been like teenagers, I feel like. Because this episode with them like meeting at like midnight underneath a clock <laughs> yeah. felt very much like you're in high school. Being and you're dumb teenagers. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that song is still on my phone and always has been. <laughs> uh, I love that theme song mm-hmm. so much. Uh, that and for like uh, I am the or what was the other animated one that came out like after the Batman? Yeah, that's the one. I also liked that theme song. I, I don't was remember the good. theme song for that one. I did watch the entire series <laughs> so in college because I. I was like, I need a fix. Uh, uh, it was all instrumental. Uh, uh, well, the f- they all are. What am I talking about? <laughs> it's not like they're singing the Batman. The Batman. Yeah. Have you ever <laughs> thought about? Uh, this was something we used to do in college for fun. Uh, was like the lyrics to most of these songs. Like if you can, could, they, you could fit the title of the song in the rhythm of the right. music, and it was like Batman Beyond <laughs> Batman oh Beyond. My God. <laughs> It was like Superman, <laughs> Superman. I mean, yeah. then you kind of, hey, look up there, it's Superman. <laughs> uh, I feel like that's what they were doing in the studio, where it's just like, it's just like, let me explain to you how the song goes, but I don't have any words, and I don't want to just make noise, so I'm just gonna sing the. I would love it if that was like the trade secret of yeah. all. Like, Danny Elfman is like, can I be honest? I just sing the the title of what I'm working on and then I transcribe it to music. <laughs> God, Gremlins must have been a nightmare. Yeah, it was hard, yeah. Gremlins! <laughs> That's actually, the worst theme song he's ever made. <laughs> and we give him too much credit. He's great at everything else, it's but it's good. just like a child banging on a piano over and over. Well, it, you know, it fits with... Uh, <laughs> those childlike monsters. Yeah. yeah. It's not well known, but in Star Wars, they have to edit out uh, John Williams singing the words yeah. Star Wars. I know. Wars. I've seen the featurette. Yeah. He insists on being recorded <laughs> while he does it, and they're like, okay, we got to separate yeah, the tracks. Yeah. But he's also being picked up on every other microphone. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's a bummer. Yeah, yeah. It's but he's a legend. Difficult. The guy's a legend. Yeah. He's a legend. He sings off key, and that's the weirdest part. <laughs> um, this is such a sad episode. Sad episode. Oh, I wrote down yeah. a line I thought was funny, though. The, the the queen or wife, whatever you call her, of the Royal Flesh Gang, when they steal the like uh, the plastic, the cards, mm-hmm. uh, she looks oh, at yeah. them and says, now I can buy diamonds. Yeah. <laughs> Which that I thought was, was funny because it was like, 
So you're mostly in this to collect jewelry. Yeah. Well, that's a common theme in our yeah. other episodes. I guess true. So. That's, that's true. true. Women love jewelry yeah. is the uh, unfortunate theme of of two of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I a did. little speaking. Sorry. Go ahead. Uh, speaking of unfortunate uh, uh, dated things, uh, Melanie, a little over-sexualized yeah. for oh, a mean, teenage girl. Uh, my note, Jesus, she's fast with the kissing. That just... <laughs> Well, that, also, she was a the mini skirt in the rain yeah. is really what got me. Because the first time you see her, I was like, okay, we're like, she's the hypersexualized bad girl. This is problematic now because yes. it's like, why does he get to dress however? In you know, it's cool like, jacket. it's a classic comic book thing where yeah. it's like, men don't get objectified, women do. But then I was like, well, surely later. <laughs> when it's raining and she has a different outfit, no. you guys can whip up another design. And she's no, no, no. she also like just did a lot of like pouty face. Like yeah, yeah. I mean, I remember thinking like this is a hot cartoon when I was younger, though. <laughs> yeah. Um. Which yeah, it's it's messed up. <laughs> yeah. That's a I I also like while that is a problem in this cartoon. You're right in saying just comics and superhero stuff in general have had that problem for a, a long time. So it feels like, like it's, it's finally kind of yeah starting to change. Yeah. Sort of. And then you see stuff like in, you know, uh, Justice League instead of Wonder Woman, the like designs for the outfits for the Amazons are different, just more sexual, but that's live action. And I'm just going to stop there. <laughs> <laughs> I got off on a different tangent. I'm just like, oh, fuck yeah, this. Uh, it's all problematic. It's definitely a Pandora's yeah. box of, of problems. Yeah. Um, pull box, that is. Comics. <laughs> uh, yeah, I thought 10 was... She was a weird stalker. I mean, yeah, I guess. They both were into it. Like, it, I didn't realize that like Terry and Dana essentially broke up. Yeah. Because yeah. I thought it was just her being like rightfully like, hey, you're not around. Right. Yeah. And he was like, you know, I have this secret job that I can't tell people about. But then that was their breakup. So yeah. he very quickly was like, okay, I'll kiss you. Like, yeah. That was yeah. pretty shitty. And Ten's, Ten's like opening line is like, I was listening to your fight <laughs> from outside. And he's like, a, okay, want to walk around together? Yeah. yeah. It's I mean, weird. they swung around on a pole. I did think some of the animation, like the character acting, was like more nuanced than I expected. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like there was some real good boarding in there. It didn't yeah. always get executed well by the anima animation overseas, but yeah. like, I was like, oh, this is some like real human kind of uh, behavioral Motion. sort of. Yeah, like just their movement yeah. felt very natural sometimes. Yeah, definitely. Uh, in like the flirty, like teen drama y sort of way. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I did love that they were called the Aristocrats of Crime. I mm. thought that was such a good name. How about that flashback? That was very Mignola to me. Yes. Uh, it felt like a Hellboy comic it, when yeah. they did, it was very stylized, like floating things in a void, yeah. like just the close-ups of the family and the card and like then have transition to like the sword fight, I think, yeah. between Jack and King. Yeah. It's a cool flashback. I do think it's funny that Batman is like, you have to get back here so I can explain who you're dealing with. And then his I'm not in your ear 24-7. Yeah. I can't talk to you while you're driving back And his here. explanation is basically like, these guys have been around a while. Okay, go get them. I was like, wait, what? Yeah. No, that's all you have for me? Yeah. yeah. I did think they were cool because I think they didn't show up again until Justice League. Yes. Uh, Unlimited, maybe? Or maybe it was Justice League. I think the mm -hmm. second season, like, there was a Vegas episode where, like, the Joker hires the Royal Flush Gang uh, and then he, like, plants a bunch of bombs over Vegas and, like, turns mm -hmm. it into a reality show, which was fun. But uh, they reference it, like, 
they were bat- old Batman villains, but we never saw them in the animated series, which I think was cool. Oh, that is cool. Because a lot of the time you would see like old villains. They had good stories, but it was like, mm-hmm. oh, it's fun that there's an implied history that we didn't get to see. Yeah. Which um, I feel like they had the chance with this to go into that. I know. Where it's just like, oh, we had all this stuff we wanted to do for the original series, but it's more interesting to see them. They fit better here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Isn't it the Royal Flush gang in that Justice League episode where they tie up a lot of Batman yeah. beyond loose ends? It's, yes, the final one. Yeah, the final yeah. episode where Terry's a clone. Uh, yes. Which, Spoiler alert. Spoiler yeah. alert. Terry is a clone of Batman. We discussed this on a prior episode. So it's yeah. The Hector one? Yeah. 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 Um, um, but there was a line in like one of the episodes that we watched where... Um, yeah, it was in the end of the call where Superman like makes a reference uh, about Terry being more like Bruce than we know, and I'm just like, were they planting the seeds? I couldn't tell. I was wondering because I I feel like they just kind of came up with it later. Yeah, but that makes it more fits sense. perfectly. It fits yeah. really well because yeah, because that you could read that as like you make a good Batman, you're very similar to him. Or you can read it as, like, you're a fucking clone, dude. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And, it, and it, it, yeah, it works in retrospect. I liked it. Yeah. Um, um, also, like, the that, that Justice League wrap-up of things, like, really deals with how fucking miserable it is to be Batman. Yeah. Like, yeah. like Bruce is, is, is just sort of, like... Uh, a husk of an old man who yeah. like never never found love and is just a real Always bummer miserable. of a guy. That's what I love about Batman Beyond is that uh, he you see what he becomes and it's yeah. it's they try to sometimes there's like you know a positive. I think him letting Terry into his life is a cool thing. Yeah, yeah. But he's really a broken, sad man because yeah. of the choices he made. And I like that Terry has deviated. Mm-hmm. It's a bit of a bummer that Terry is a clone. On the other hand, because I'm like, man, you just took away the agency of this this character that like made better choices for his right. life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how I feel about the clone thing. I I remember buying it, watching the episode. I it was cool, but mm-hmm. but like in terms of like what that means. I'm but I mean, sure that still doesn't mean he's the same as Bruce. Because I mean, True. he had such a different upbringing too. Like with his parents, like not being murdered in front of him at a very young age. Sure, sure. Um, I forget what happens in the pilot. But like, uh, he comes home to his dad having been murdered. Okay, uh, sure, sure, sure. By that's right. What's his name? Powers, the bad guy of season one that never shows up later in Batman yeah. Beyond. They oh, were like, good. okay, well, we wrote him off <laughs> by the end. Yeah, and the joke that was framed like this: the Joker's yeah. gang. Oh him. yeah. That's uh, right. But I mean, he was parts one and two. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I mean, he was older, so I mean, it felt like he had more of a childhood than Bruce did. Right. So I mean, he was a little bit better adjusted. Probably helps. Um, but then again, he, he did go all stalkery in this. As soon as Dana broke up with him over, the, or not Dana, uh, Ten broke up with him over the phone, and he's like, "Something's wrong. I've got to track you down." <laughs> Just, he yeah. activates the bat terminal. I mean, luckily the... he was right, but yeah. he was yeah. also, <laughs> you know, that's toxic yeah. behavior. Oh, yeah. boy. Well, I mean, she was stalking him in the beginning, so they are very That's much. Fair. Yeah, they she like listens. You know, they're actually made for each other. I Pretty think. much. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just like Cat, Catwoman and Batman. Yeah, it makes sense. Come on. Um, but I did like the other like aspect of this that she's dragged in by the family as opposed to like loving a life of crime. Yeah. For Selena, so it's a good little different uh, note to it. It's not like a copy and paste kind of relationship. Yeah, like the they, they both bonded over this kind of like 
parents always telling us what to right, do, kind yeah. of like kid storyline that like could have been dumber, but they kind of elevated it with the material. Yeah. yeah. Also, blood. Blood's in this series. Hey, we got some blood over oh, here. Happened in a few episodes while we were yeah. the yeah. ones that we watched. I was like, I didn't realize. I don't remember that it was in. I thought it was like only in the very beginning, and then they were yeah. like, let's dial it back. Yeah, Terry I got what beat up changed. by mud and yes. he was bleeding. Yeah, well, yeah. mud hurts. Which yeah. you know, uh, we could transition over to that episode yeah. again. This is sort of about like kids and parents and mm-hmm. like what that does to them. Uh, I like this one a lot. I think it's one of my f- all-time favorites. It's legitimately creepy. Earth mover. Earth yeah. mover. Yeah, uh, this was. Yeah, this was very fucked up. I also think that like uh, I didn't forget that he's a high schooler, but, like, seeing them actually in high school made me be like, oh, yeah, it's a little... Yeah, they randomly will remind you that he's Look, we're studying for... Also, but how old are they? Because they were doing multiplication tables. (laughs) This, to me, was the proof that I was like, do you guys know what kids do? (laughs) Like, you you probably have children at this point. Uh Uh, What do you do? What... How old do you think they are? I think it was was mostly that he did math in his head and it wasn't on a calculator. So maybe it was just, like, a fun game that they yeah. And his excuse was, my dad was a scientist, so that's mm. why he knows math. Yeah, sure, sure. Well, I thought it was like kind of a future joke of like, in the future, kids only use devices to yeah. figure things out. Yeah. But it was like, yeah. that The beginning of this episode. Was, I, need, I need to talk about yes, this, please. too, because this is, this is insane. No, continue, but I, I just... Uh, I wish I had my... I left my notebook in the car, but I wrote down some... So I think the dialogue as written was funny. It was yeah. like funny family stuff, like the stepdad, yeah. we learn he's the stepdad, comes yeah. up and he's like, hey, kids, like, I can't think. And it's like, what? Sorry, we were being too loud. And he's like, no, like, you're, that's the problem. You're being too quiet. And it's yeah. like a goofy kind of sitcom thing, yeah. which is a cool way of setting up a person who ends up being kind of a pseudo villain. Yeah. yeah. But the deliveries were so wooden and bad. Yeah. And these are good <laughs> actors. And I think, like, yeah. a lot of these Batman shows, like, the main cast, I think, works. Like, Terry always sounds good. Dana's a really good voice actor. But, like, mm-hmm. the guest stars they'd get, I feel like they cast from TV and film people who don't do voiceover. Yeah. And when they were just trying to be normal people, they're very, they're very bad deliveries. I know what yeah. you mean. A lot of the guest star casting is, like, very... Just, like, cool character-y voices. Like, you, you mean, hear like their Andy voices Dick and you're, like... Later episode? Wait, Andy uh, Dick was in a later Andy one? Andy Dick was in, He's in the, the Egg one. Baby. Oh, Spoiler. No. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I thought he was actually pretty good. Yeah, no. He, I mean, I didn't realize it was Andy Dick, so that probably means he was he was good. <laughs> yeah, he was Ma Mayhem. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Um, but yeah, because uh, what's her name? Uh, Andrea Romano uh-huh. kind of changed the game for voiceover casting and like got... She like wanted it to have like a radio show feel and like get yeah. really good like character voices but i think that like when that doesn't work is when is when like it's just an interesting sounding voice yes but they're not quite yet pros at doing voiceover acting you know what i mean yeah definitely it is a different skill set it totally is and i feel like they at the time were like this was a huge departure like cartoons were like wow like Talk, yeah. Looking at the other stuff that you guys have covered, it's like yeah. Darkwing Duck is broad as hell, yeah. and yeah. it's like boing, blah, 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 like yeah. it's like crazy <laughs> shit yes. yeah. with no rules, elasticity. Mm. It's crazy. So for this, it was like tone it down, tone yeah. it down, calm down, tone it down. <laughs> but I think now we understand that like you can tone something down, but like give it some flavor. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think you need a happy medium, and and I think there's like the lure of celebrity. 
yes. to a lot, mm-hmm. especially like networks and like the people making these shows. Like, mm-hmm. feel like, oh, I grew up watching these TV shows, these movies. Let's bring in this famous actor, and it's like mm-hmm. you guys are smitten with them as an actor, but they sounded bad. Yeah, that legitimately happened with uh, my favorite book series uh, on uh, the audiobooks for it. Uh, it's the Dresden Files. And it was a show that was on sci-fi, and they were originally going to cast James Marsters, uh, James Marsters in it as the lead character, but he got passed up. So he came on, and they brought him on to do the audiobook. And the first two audiobooks are very dry, very wooden of him just like just reading it, not realizing that he can act <laughs> in it. Yeah, yeah. I and feel then, like audiobooks is is like a whole other skill oh, yeah. set. Good God, like, you need to really act in those. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it's just you, man. Yeah. <laughs> but as soon as we hit book three, he starts yelling out like the incantations and starts like emoting, okay. and it's just and then it's just it takes off running and it changes everything. Yeah, I feel like. Voice voiceover in spe- voiceover specifically is is a thing where like you don't realize just how specific of a skill set it is, but there are a lot of things like that where it's where like, oh once once you get into it you don't expect it to be as difficult as it ends up being or like how, you, you know it takes training and practice because yeah. you had to put in the hours of those other audiobooks basically you it's know a what I mean? kind of acting well yeah. and I think reg- yeah like film or like you know screen actors like I think think it's very easy yeah mm-hmm. I don't know I, as somebody who occasionally does voiceover That's it's right. like one of those things where. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of voice actors take offense to this, but I think it is a specialized form of overacting. I think you have to do the work and like some of it is like intent and like really like, you know, like any acting, it's the same, but there are voice actors that I think are like, it's the, you know, just like any other acting, you have to like make choices and like really dig into the script. And it's like, yeah, but you also have to like, bring it to life like yeah. you only have your voice so yeah. you have to overact and, yeah. it, and I feel like overact is always seen as a negative but it's I know like what you mean though especially with the TV budget where it's like uh, you as an actor will be moving more than these drawings. Right, this will isn't be. a Pixar movie. Yeah. We don't have the the budget to like really yeah. make you connect Oftentimes with these characters. Oftentimes, it's an animated character like hitting their mark, and uh-huh. then their body doesn't move while their mouth does. Especially now, yeah, yeah, yeah. like even more so. Like animation's so much cheaper. It's like mm-hmm. puppeted stuff, and and yeah. Ugh. It's <laughs> no, it's, uh, there's a lot you can do with that, like popping into poses and all yeah. that old stuff. But it's. Uh, it's frustrating to hear bad voice acting or voice actors that are like, no, it's, I think there's a defense mechanism too. Like, yeah. like we, we're not treated as well nowadays though. I think people do know voice actors. I think so. Of like yeah. nerd culture. It's like definitely becoming, become more of a thing. Yeah. So hopefully I feel like it's shifted, but like those old time, old time nineties voice actors <laughs> who are like amazing. Yeah. Don't like to, they have it like a chip on their shoulder maybe. Right. I can see that. But Yeah. Good acting, bad acting on these Batman shows. <laughs> yeah. Um, this also is, uh, I forget the stepdad's name. I don't remember. Stepdad and Scumbag. S- real dad. Stepdad, real dad. Yeah. Um, but I, this this is a cool episode for a lot of reasons. Not only just because like the, the corpse stuck in the dirt is legitimately creepy, mm-hmm. but we also like get to see a cool thing where like, that he feels justified in his anger. Like, like we get to see where where he's coming from and understand it, yeah. but we also get to see that, like, the stepfather isn't really a bad guy. It's just sort of, like, a mistake happened and a miscommunication of, like, what their intents were, and it mm-hmm. ended in disaster. And it's really 
tragic. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was like really adult because of the gray area. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of kids' animation in particular does everything it can to scrub out gray areas. They're yeah. like, if this character's bad, they are bad. If yeah. they're lying, we mm-hmm. need to know that they're lying. You know, like, and it's, yeah. it's a bummer because people don't trust kids <laughs> to like understand. But it's like episodes like this where it's like, yeah, the stepdad did some shitty things, but then he tried to make the right decision. And then the monster dad who was trying to kill him in the end redeemed himself by saving them by like clearing the roots out of the way for the yeah. bat sub or whatever. The bat sub. Yeah. Oh god, the music sting when they revealed the bat sub. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> made me smile cuz they were like, look at this shit. And they were right. Yeah. I didn't, you know, I couldn't give much of a shit about a bat boat, but that sub is so cool. Yeah. It looks like a future Lego sub. Like I remember having <laughs> I like wish. a Lego Come on, I wish. <laughs> like a Lego toy that was like yellow and, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like it was like normal colored but i was like this is the oh, same the, design the lego yeah. submarine with the, i had that it's too. like a little mini sub I with like a bubble in the front arms. yes yes Ooh. i had that it's back in chicago i bet you could look at the instructions for that and just choose red and black pieces and <laughs> yep. just do a batman you could. they've batman got the instructions answer. online yeah get on it mondo listen <laughs> we'll we'll create a lego idea set and we'll have it launched sometime by the end of the year yeah, if great. they did batman that's how voltron Legos. got to be a thing Somebody created that. I mean, it's it's beautiful. We're looking at a Voltron Lego. For those of you listening at home, yeah, or those of you here who don't have eyes, um, the beginning of this episode also, uh, Terry didn't want to stay in that room with both of them. Uh, I felt like everything he was doing was to just get out of there because as soon as he thinks that someone is outside, also a horrible way to try and keep your cover oh, by that jumping you're not out Batman, the window, jumping out the window, sliding down a uh, the rain gutter. Uh, and just running I after did, somebody. Yeah, I wrote down, you're chasing a dirt monster in your civilian clothes. <laughs> hey, Terry. You're not hey, dressed like Batman dude. right now. Hey, man. Uh, yeah. Bruce is right. Cool it. You know, learn a little. If your significant other jumped out of a second story window to run after uh, someone who is allegedly watching you, I, I immediately think that they are a superhero. Like, I... Or insane. Yeah, I was going to say, well, or, I'd a, be afraid. You like rethink a, things. Or, or a super villain. <laughs> yeah. It might be one or the other. Yeah, it's yeah. like, hey, this is a city where like people do crazy things. What are you doing? Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, no. Was that the dad from... The voice actor sounded like it was the dad from uh, The Wonder Years. Yes, mm-hmm. so oh, I looked it up. It was him? Stepdad is the dad from The Wonder Years. Awesome. Okay. Real dad Uh-oh. is the dad from Seventh Heaven. Whoa! Who Ugh. ended up being a pedophile. Whoa, double whoa. No yeah. wonder he was trying to capture that little girl. No, uh, John. Okay. John. 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 Hello, John. Hello, John. <laughs> Hello, John. Well, we only got out of that. Uh, John? Oh, man, that burned my ears. Sorry. Uh, sorry, listeners. Uh, but it, it really, it was weird that it was yeah. like, oh, bad dad is played by bad guy. Yeah. And, yeah. Well, I guess they're both kind of bad. I was and, also thinking about how now that... Jackie has seen her dad die like kind of twice. Yeah. Does this mean she becomes a superhero? <laughs> but I guess also, so. she rules didn't of remember rules of, Yeah. She didn't remember him like all that much too. Like when she also, I wrote down this was like Phantom of the Opera dad. Yes. Because he's mm. trying to just kidnap her and keep her down in that pit. 
Um, this yeah, what was his goal? Was he trying to kidnap her? Or I thought he was just like, I miss you, and he wanted to kill the other de- guy. Yeah, it's, un- I, it's it unclear. Vague. But he could have done that without taking down that entire house that she was living in and tr- trying to kill her. Dirt Monster mean, don't care. It, it he opens was, with her true. saying that she feels like she's been being watched. Being watched. So yeah. I think that it's, yeah, I think he's like keeping an eye on her. While also trying to exact revenge. There were some problems with the story. Because he kept dragging her back while they were trying to rescue her from underground. Mm-hmm. Uh, All of that stuff visually was real cool. Like the, the like dirt like coming out from the earth, from the floor to like attack in different ways was all very cool looking. Yeah, I thought as a kid I was like, ooh, is this new clay face? That's what I, yep. Also, yeah, I want to shit on Bruce for this because uh, Bruce... Tim or Wayne? Wayne. Okay. <laughs> uh, never on Bruce, Tim. Um, but yeah, Terry's just like it, it was a like it was a thing of like dirt that like came to life, and Bruce is just like okay, sure. I'm like you fought Clayface for years. Yeah. <laughs> also, why couldn't you tell him that just use water or freeze it, and just like use the other things? There that was a lot he could have helped with. Also, you faced a lot of suit. You've met Etrigan yeah. before. <laughs> there was a magic monster, and you yeah. think this is crazy? You this is weird? Your buddy's an alien. Like everything's doable. I mean, eventually he was like, well. Probably not going to be the last time they show up, is <laughs> yeah. what he said. And he's like, yeah, yeah they'll show up again. So, yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> Depending on how the ratings are, he might be back. Yep. Oh, uh, nope. Okay. <laughs> I did love the design. I think that's why I remember it, is that shot. And it's like kind of one of those painterly yeah. Batman classic kind of designs of like uh, that corpse in the ground with like the root veins oh, of yeah. like yeah. glowing green. The glowing green veins. His eyes that like barely, like the pupils just kind of look once and then yeah. they like grow really big when he's I don't know making them attack yeah. or something the fact yeah. that he doesn't move and they do give it that painterly feel helps up the creepiness of it also the yeah. easiest confession ever uh, in this episode yeah uh, he's Terry... a little deranged at this point <laughs> yeah no he's losing his mind and Terry just shows up and stands in the darkness and opens his eyes and he's oh, just like oh yeah <laughs> oh you mean when the stepdad yeah, yeah. reveals everything yeah he's like oh my god you're here to kill me uh, this is because I killed you and I raised your daughter as my own oh my god I can't do this anymore just... well Bruce was right I guess I just stand in the dark for a while and people just confess <laughs> their works. sins and also in response Jackie the daughter is like not really phased by Batman being in her home. She just sort of like turns to him and is like, "What? Are you, what's happening?" I thought she yeah. was one of the worst offenders in terms of voice acting. Mm, yeah. I think halfway through the episode, when things got more heated, like when there was like life or death stakes and they had to scream, I think they got better. And you're like, "Oh, you're good actors." Yeah. But them trying to be normal, yeah. did not work. Is yeah. really having like a typical day at home. I guess it's like a walk cycle if you're an animator. It's like, yeah, sure, that's easy as a human, but yeah. that's one of the harder things to do. Is <laughs> like when you fabricate it. Yeah. Normal things. Listen, I know these are supposed to go quick for a 20 minute episode, but this escalated very fast. Yes. Like this was like right out of the gate, just like someone's watching me from outside. They really do jump in quickly. Like yeah. they cram in so much. Yeah. It's just like we establish that the villain's there and he's made of dirt and, you know, he's going to be back. And then all of a sudden the earthquake happens and they try to swallow everybody. Also, Terry disappears for a second and Batman shows up. Also, real estate was a central focus of this, yeah. and I can't believe that that was supposed to be interesting It is kids. funny that he picks the kids <laughs> up and he's like, before I drop you off, I gotta show you something. <laughs> Come on, bring your friends. Yeah. I wanna show all of you. You guys have imaginations, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, this dirt lot. <laughs> they get out of the car and he's like, real estate. <laughs> and I think that was also supposed to be a joke and it was not played well. Yeah. yeah. Or maybe? To, maybe? 
Because I couldn't tell. I was like, is the voice acting killing this? The direction I thought was really good. Dan Reba. Oh, (laughs) what up, Dan? Shout out. He's great. He's Uh, great. Speaking of jokes, this next one, Egg Baby, I think is probably the jokiest of of the ones we watched. Yeah, very much so. I hadn't seen it in years. So wait, who was Andy Dick in this? I think he was the the, like rat faced child. Yeah, the green like with the Uh, big green goggles. Yeah, yeah, that voice. Um, uh, Ma Mayhem. I did look up this voice actor, yeah, Kathleen Freeman, forever. who's been in everything. Yeah. Literally. Because yeah. I was like, surely she got her start and did a lot of episodes of one thing. It was no. episodic to her death. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like truly like in westerns before they credited people to yeah. like Tales from the Crypt, Batman 60s, like all of... She truly Dragnet. has been in everything. She was... I watched this one. I watched this is the only one Marissa watched with me. Mm-hmm. Um, my girlfriend, who does not enjoy Batman cartoons, <laughs> no? and she, oh. I was like, I gave her the log lines. I was like, which one would you want to watch? She's like, Egg Baby, like immediately, like calling something <laughs> the Egg Baby. Yeah, and she really hated the voice of Mom Mayhem, but I thought that the voice was fun. I thought it was good. I thought it was like a fun old timey. I mean, yeah. it was all kind of stiff, but it was like. Come on, I want these rubies. Yeah. <laughs> oh, also we had Seth Green in this too. That's right. He's one of those. I guess students. he's always the bully. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Which doesn't make sense in like when you think of real life Seth Green as just like a smaller stature jock. person. My guess is also yeah. like at that time because he was so typecast as like nerd characters, it was like, hey, what if he was yeah. the bully? Mm-hmm. And That's it was like, fun. Yeah. That's okay. Fun. Sure. Um, yeah. I did love the break-in. That butler was great with just like, uh, they stole a ring and 20,000 credits. Yeah. Uh, like, listen, they interrupted my midnight snack, so I need something. Daddy needs something for this. Yeah, Ma Mayhem and her boys. Did they feel like Ma be- like the Beagle Boys to yeah. you? Like Batman Beyond's Beagle Boys? Oh, much. that's funny. I didn't think about that, but absolutely. It's all, I was like, oh, these are the Beagle Boys. Yeah, pretty much, that. except one was semi-smart. Right, uh, a little bit, but instead of being like copy and pasted brothers, uh, but I liked them. I thought they were great. Um, yeah, no, I wrote down: Was this the original Statham Fast and the Furious scene? <laughs> um, now I'm forgetting what I what I was referencing when I was talking about that. Uh, there were lots of cars, lots of cars. Yeah, and they were fast and furious. They were furious. Those rubies. Might have been that. Oh no, the baby <laughs> fight scene. That's why. That's why I wrote it down. Is it was Statham taking care of that baby in the last Fast and the Furious, uh, uh, and he had an entire oh, fight. Oh, they ripped off the egg baby. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> it is I'm legit. I'm sure they saw this episode, and they're just like, that. It what? is legit dumb of Terry to bring this egg with him on a Very mission. dumb. This is one of the few times where, like, like the the whole, like, mm, I'm, I'm just a high school kid, but I also have to be Batman. This is one of the few times I, where it's, like, a little too on the nose of that. That style. That's why I remembered it being a high school story, and I was like, well, we should watch one of these. Because some of them really dove into that. This I thought was like a better version of some of the other ones are like bad high school stories. And some of them are really, you know, like usually it's like Terry's friend is being stalked by an invisible person or a mud monster, or that, you know, and then like that's their way out of high school pretty quickly. Yeah. But this one was very much like teen drama stakes are as high as the yes. villains in the episode. Yeah. I legitimately loved the comedy in this one so much, especially from Terry. 
I thought it was like on a next level because he had a solid like divorce joke where um, he was paired up with uh, Blade. Was her name Blade? I think her name was Blade. Uh, yeah, Blade and her boyfriend Jurgens. Hell yeah. Uh, it's such great. I think named names. after Dan Jurgens. Maybe. What a power couple. Yeah. Um, but Jurgens and Blade. Uh, <laughs> Two normal names. The couple named Blurgen. Hey, Blurgens. <laughs> but he tried to give the baby back to her and she. She's just like, no thanks. I'm gonna go hang out with Jurgens. He's got a vid to show me, and he's just like, I want a divorce, and just <laughs> shouts that out. And then he's like talking. It's just like, why didn't you leave it with your mom? And she's just like, oh, she said she was too old. She was too young to be a grandma. I thought that was really funny. <laughs> it's just solid jokes. Yeah, all there of were this. some solid jokes for sure. The uh, when he leaves the egg in a dumpster, and they're they're the garbage men picking it up. I yeah. I thought the line was where he was like, is Batman dumpster diving? <laughs> yeah. Like, guys gotta eat. Guys yeah. gotta eat. And I was like, okay, you yeah. guys are having fun. And yeah. You guys are having fun. And Ma Beagle, too. I forget. I'm just gonna refer to Mayhem. It it's Mayhem. Ma, Ma, Ma Mayhem. Ma Ma Beagle. Um, was, made the joke to Batman about, um, <laughs> this is getting old. And then Terry's just like, look who's talking. And it was just delivered so perfectly, and she just got so mad after it. I Across mean, the board, uh, what's his name who does Terry? Uh, from Boy Meets Will Friedel. Will Friedel. I don't know Frodle? how to pronounce it. Will Frodle. Just across Will the board. Frodo. He's crushing it. He's very good in this. Oh, yeah. I never would have thought to cast him as, no. a, as a Batman type. Because he was a goofy, dumb so goofy. brother in that show. He was my favorite character in that show when I yeah. grew up watching Oh, my God. It. That's who it is? Yeah. yeah. Holy shit. Right? Welcome. Right? God. <laughs> but he's great. My he's... date with the president's daughter. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, God. My date with the president's daughter. God. That's so... Disney Channel original ABC yeah. movie ABC, ABC movie It was like a premiere event yeah. I remember watching it oh, cuz I was me so too. excited mm-hmm. Worth it for that song Yeah cuz you said it and I immediately heard that song in my brain That's so, all I remember So something it. worked Yeah it was the original hangover <laughs> <laughs> uh, But he's great in this across the board and you're right he knows whether it's like humor or dramatic Moments, I feel like he's always crushing it. He kills it. He's so so good. I mean, him and Bruce's dynamic by this point uh, are it's it, like that's what you're there for. Yeah. yeah. Like if they didn't have a chemistry, then the show wouldn't work. And it's so yeah. once they like really lock into like basically them kind of straight man crazy manning each other, like yeah. they'll switch. Where like Bruce will be like, "Really, teenagers?" And he's like, "Really, you crazy old lone yeah. <laughs> loner?" Like, yeah, yeah. it's great. Stay in your bat cave by yourself. Yeah, yeah. it's just, uh, yeah, no, I love, uh, I really do love Terry at the end of this episode with the egg and how, like, attached he gets to it, uh, especially when the one idiot beagle boy drops the the egg off the, like, building, and he goes, catches it, and comes up and just gives this just eye, like, where he just, like, it's sort of like that Japanese uh, look of just, like, pulling down one eye and stinging out your tongue. Uh, <laughs> He just does that to the guy as he flies up. Yeah, the rhyme or reason to why the egg was happy or sad. I mean, like, normal sad stuff, yes, but it was happy when it was scary sometimes. Well, it needed that stimulation that uh, the other students weren't That's true, yeah. Yeah. It was a very sitcom-y came together in the end. And it feels very true to uh, high school logic where, like, when the teacher tells him he's good father Mm -hmm. material, everyone, like... Are, they're like, ooh. Remember oh. the beginning of the episode when it was like, who want, who studies. expects to have kids? Everybody raised their hand immediately. And then Terry, and then Dana nudges him. And yeah. he's like, oop. Uh. Like, it'd be weird if you didn't want kids. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, well, uh, um, 
But then when they say he'll be a good father, they're like, what a fucking loser. <laughs> Raise your hand. Who here thinks Terry is a loser? <laughs> that Terry. teacher just hates Terry. <laughs> yeah. Or like, you mean Good Mrs. job, you piece of shit. What was her name? She had Miss Pinto. Miss oh, Pinto. God. I was like, was that somebody's teacher's name? Or did yeah. you were you guys like eating Pinto beans in the writer's room? <laughs> or saw a car drive by. Oh, yeah. Anyone? That's it. You're right. That exploded just out of nowhere. Was this a Pinto? I think it was. Um, this felt like the most John Hughes Batman episode mm-hmm. out of everything that we watched. Yeah, less problematic, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, out from the past, out of the past. Excuse me, that's the next one. This I is rem- my favorite. I remember this musical opening. Like once that started, I, I was like, oh fuck! And I remember the superstitious yeah. and cowardly lot mm-hmm. song. I was like, oh fuck! I remember. All of that, but I totally forgot all of the Talia stuff after. <laughs> I wrote down, oh man, I am so with Bruce on this, how campy this is, and not being down for it. Really? I uh, love it so much. But I, I like it a lot. I like the, uh, the like, musical version of villain costume designs. I mm-hmm. thought it was so It's cool. exactly what you would see. Like, it, like that Spider-Man, this was before Spider-Man Turn Off the yes. Dark, yeah. and this felt spot on yeah. to what would happen mm-hmm. if there was a Batman musical. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, it feels like Avatar sort of stole this uh, episode too because they had that towards the end of uh, Avatar The Last Airbender where they had like a recap episode of everything that's happened in the series up until that point done through a live stage play. Really? Yeah. I've never seen the show. I've heard it's incredible. Yeah. That makes me want to watch it so much more. <laughs> it's it, you, it would it's very much up your alley of like sort of slapsticky comedy, but like drawn amazingly and, and also like very good character design, and storytelling, and mythology. I had never seen so it much. until this podcast, and we showed him the finale. But yeah, but the episodes <laughs> oh, that were no. selected were like the five leading up to the finale. So yeah. I was like, this looks like a good show. Wow, uh, I gotta see it. It's yeah. it really is great. Cora uh, is amazing too. They take a lot of like leaps too, and just yeah, it's great. Um, but I did love uh, Bruce's joke of schwarbage. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, Shway, yeah, which Shway. didn't come up in the first two episodes. No. But I remember iconically Shway as yeah. the fake slang in uh-huh. Batman Beyond is I love it because it's such a hateable phrase. Yeah. yeah. But it is something dumb enough that could be real and Schwarbitch. Schwarbitch. Uh, yeah. More like Schwarbitch. <laughs> and also there's a Paul Dini episode, which is he's like a classic yeah, a Batman joint. writer. Mm-hmm. And so to bring him on for I mean it's one of the best I'd say it's ninety nine point nine percent great. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean all of the uh all of the stuff with the Lazarus Pit, I thought was a real. It's just a cool premise for an episode because mm-hmm. it's it's a yeah like like if the Lazarus Pit exists in this universe, why like it's got to be tempting for Batman because he like he old. clearly wants to be back at it again. He's yeah. like training this guy to be out there and want like has some serious envy. So it was very cool to see him tempted and like justify Batman being dumb basically like it's dumb for batman to put himself in that pit yeah but you see why he, he would better. want it he knows well, better and I he mean, was like lured was, in by talia or yeah. who we thought was talia yeah. it was all an elaborate plan i mean the entire thing was him trying i mean it all comes together really well in the end uh and i freaked out when talia showed up i, I wrote down talia exclamation point <laughs> had you never seen this episode uh i it had been a long time i remember like oh yeah uh, like halfway through i'm just like oh yeah it's roz and he's oh. which is crazy yeah. yeah which is the most 
fucked up thing. He yeah. killed his daughter, inhabits her body, which means he sees his daughter's naked adult body, which is fucked up, and yeah. is using and it to be sexual. To seduce with, Bruce with Wayne. Bruce. Yeah. It's <laughs> how do you think I feel? She kissed me. That was the one thing that I had that was my point one percent. I was like, that eh, problematic. Yep. Yeah. This is a uh, lot of which, I mean, I guess like hopefully it's it was more about like, hey It was your greatest villain. It was who, your greatest villain. It was it was this monstrous human and not like not that it was a, a gay moment. No, it, it yeah. felt like it could have been a gay panicky kind of joke. I think mm-hmm. it was more so it's just like I thought I was kissing my old love and it was her dad who's inside of her. That's body. how I'd like to Nobody wants it. that. Yeah. Nobody wants that. No. Oh. Yeah, I mean, also, this is the best of the flashback or yeah. return of all villains. Like, there's a Mr. Freeze episode in the first season. Yeah. Oh, I kind um, of remember that. And it's it's fine. It's not, like, it doesn't do justice to that character, which yeah. I think is, like, such a tragic good character. Whereas this one, I feel like, dug into, like, making it important for Batman, mm-hmm. making it important for Terry. Looking, looking through the episode list uh, as we were going through this, I did not envy you with having to whittle it down because you t- you said in the beginning when we asked you, you're just like, oh, I'm looking through all the episodes now. It's very yeah. Difficult. You picked a good cross section. I of... tried to like give you some you did. funny you did. and some creepy. But as <laughs> as I'm like going through this, I'm just like, oh my god, I, like I wish we covered Curare. I wish we covered right. So like the Ink Sonic is a really guy. great Ink villain. Comes yeah. up in this. Shriek is a, yeah Shriek. Yeah. Is that the Sonic uh, guy? Sonic. I think that episode, oh, that first episode I with him, is a remember really stylized that. fight sequence in a machine, amazing. like a factory the where silence. they cut out the sound. That's one of my favorite things. And they did it in, they've done it in Samurai Jack. Yes. Uh, they, oh, so good. There's an episode of Mickey, uh, the new Mickey Mouse shorts uh, that I've told you about like half a dozen mm-hmm. times. His ears fall off. Yeah. And <laughs> he can't hear anything. And it's just a silent episode. And I love those kind of things where it just throws things out of whack for you. Yeah, they, um, they they play around with the style of it. So it, it was very... Also, there's one that I remembered where, like, the only witness... I think it's eyewitness. Maybe not eyewitness. One of them were, like, the only witness to a crime is a gorilla. And it's, like, a Coco-style gorilla. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, and he has to, like, work with a, a just a gorilla. Yeah. Like a smart gorilla. I and love that. It's I, the Robin Williams team-up we've always wanted. I wish. Him and Coco. Uh, um, but this episode was just... Oh, my God. It was so good. I just also I did th- I th- I felt so bad when Bruce gets home and he starts looking through pictures of old relationships. Oh, what a that bummer! Because that's out. a real thing. Yeah, <laughs> that's a real yeah. like yes. Like when I've been sad and and like single or between things, I'm like, I remember that person. Yeah. Or like look at this old email where somebody loved me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know? Bruce, yes. Not that sad. you have to be sad when you're single, but you know those moments, those like real post. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. But also, this like, is also like Bruce's personal files. Yeah, this it's a is creepy. This is not like him on Facebook or something. No, no, no. <laughs> That's no. true. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I have these beautiful. It these makes pictures. it sadder. And again, it's like in keeping with how they wrap it all up later, where they're like, "Yeah, Batman is a, kind of a bummer." Uh, I'm just gonna go back to being old, and just <laughs> everything will be fine in a week. Um, this has it all. It's got the sadness. I it's did. got the returning villain. It's got crocodiles or alligators. Hell yeah! Has oh, uh, I looked up uh, the voice of Raz Al Ghul. Sorry, Raish. Yes, <laughs> Raish in the animated Raish. series. We call him Raish. Call him Raish Al Ghul. That's how he's pronounced. And Raz uh, in the movies. <laughs> uh, David Warner, who has, is another dude whose IMDb page is enormous, stuff. but like. Mm-hmm. Mainly recognizable in my mind as the villain from Tron. Oh yeah, uh-huh. 
He's also the villain. He's the lobe in Freakazoid. Oh. The lobe. Like, he does, like, that raspy voice. Yeah. He also is in Scream 2. He plays the theater teacher. Oh, shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember that. Seeing, seeing that, and I was like, that's Raish. That's Raish <laughs> cool. I know that voice. Uh, yeah, and he, again... Great job. You know what I just realized? Um, the whole thing of leaving a little bit of gray in the hair was Raish trying to yes, get the body perfect how he wanted. He it. wanted to let he wanted Batman to look like him. Yeah, yeah. It was fucked up. Uh, also, hey man, like yeah, sure, Raish was fucking with you, too. but like just try it again. Yeah, you, you <laughs> could live forever. We could use a Batman. Yeah, uh, I know you had a heart attack in the first episode of Batman Beyond, and that's why you stopped. Oh yeah, yeah. I totally but, forgot about that. I remember thinking the pilot was very good. Yeah, great. He he's like in a he Airport get to a point where he's like a power hanger? suit. Yeah, and there's yeah. like a uh, woman who's like gonna be. She's a hostage. She's a hostage, and the guy he has a heart attack, uh, and like he f- sees a gun on the ground. And shoots, doesn't he shoot the guy or thinks about shooting Right, the I think guy? it's because he considers using a gun because I think he has a heart attack. He and does, like collapses yeah. while he's in this power suit. Yeah, because mm. uh, he's been like ravaged by all of everything he's been doing. You like, know, yeah. bodies, they deteriorate. Yeah. All yeah, the man. hero poses that he hits when he drops off a building have taken a toll on his knees. Not good on the knees. No, very bad to crouch on a gargoyle. <laughs> <laughs> also, Especially if it's Goliath. For hours on end. <laughs> oh my also, god. Yeah. Also, this had the team up I didn't know that I wanted so bad, which was Terry and young Bruce yes. fighting together. Yeah. Or even middle-aged, middle-aged Bruce. Bruce. Yeah. Silver Fox Bruce looked great. Oh, oh. Silver for, Age Bruce. Yeah. For, for a brief moment in one one of those fight scenes, they bring back a variation on the animated series Batman theme song. Yeah. And it made me very happy. But like with their twangy electric yeah. guitar. It, yeah. It's the such music a good in this one. It's just amazing too. Just throughout all the episodes. I just love that music. Um, it is so I I kind of agree. <laughs> I think some of it is very good and some of it is what we were talking about before where it's like older people guessing what kids are into. Yes. You I know? thought this one, they did a really good job overall, but there were certain... Tra- like in Dead Man's Hand, that so when they reunite in the rain, it was like a very, it was like a very cheesy... Oh, very yeah. soap opera. But I kind of love it at this point because yeah. of what it, what it is. Yeah. It's- uh, I want to talk about someone who is an unsung awesome part of this episode who I wish after he escapes he becomes a supervillain but that henchman who uh, the tries Cockney to, butler no no the one henchman who try, one of the henchmen who tries to kill Terry and throw him into the lake of crocs see the Australian guy uh, or is that I the think Cockney so guy? Uh, one uh. was African American the other one was a white guy uh-huh. and it was the white guy who gets away who Terry kicks into the thing of crocs and he just jumps up and like Looney Tunes runs over the cross and gets away. Yes. And you never see him again. Hell and I'm just yeah. like, I that was badass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He ju- he ran across the crocodiles like, I guess yeah, a Looney Tune. Speaking like, of minor characters, I was a little confused about Terry's friend Max. Who, oh, she comes into a bigger part. She's aware that he's okay. Batman. So season two. They were like, we need him to have a confidant, Somebody. so it's not like he's always hiding it. Yes. So his best friend is Max, to help, cover and up she stuff. knows who he. I think there's an episode where like he, she knows who he is, and then in the future there are like, yeah, there are like a handful of episodes where she's involved and in like kind of a sidekick or okay. like is in danger or he's in danger and she needs to save him. Also, cool, yeah, cool yeah. to not have like another white character yeah, at this seriously. time, at this period in time. It was like. 
it feels very rare. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, not that it's like we should applaud like it's yeah. the best thing. Yeah. Like, it's like good on you, it's even though the steps. rest of the show. But I was like, yeah. I'm surprised in the 90s yeah. that that was yeah. something. Who's that voice actress, too? She's been in a lot. She's great. Yeah, she yeah. was great. She was one of the really good voice actors. All the core cast, I think, is really good. And, you know, the guest stars are hit or miss. Yeah. But, like, the old Batman villains, like, you know, David Warner, great. Yeah. There was a troublesome <laughs> line in this, too, where um, Bruce makes fun of Talia or uh, Raish, and it's just like, you hit like a girl. And I'm just yeah. like, you know so many strong women. And yes. he says it. He says I it like about it's that. the ultimate insult. Yeah, it's a bummer. It's yeah. you know because that that's toxic masculinity. But Just you know a what, bit. Bruce. I, Bruce. I, I want to think of it in the better way, where Bruce is making fun of Raish being so old fashioned and thinking that. Like I think that he like he would have been perfect in Talia's body because she was a strong like she was a she was badass. Yeah, she was a super villain in her own mm-hmm. right. And it's just like, uh, he's just like, you fight like a girl. And that would enrage him so much. And Bruce didn't feel I that love way. the I'm Batman. covering for Bruce. Yeah, you I'm really saying. are. I I'm think he's to. okay. I think, you know, Bruce is he's a little an old dated. Man. He's an old man. It, I love. This wasn't the, the 90s. That made me think trouble, about so. the <laughs> original uh, animated Batman series, Batman the Animated Series. Mm-hmm. I think it's like her first episode where they like have a, a like desert adventure together. Yeah. I love yeah. that episode. Two parts. Two it's parter? a two-parter. Yeah. You got to rewatch it. It's basically Lawrence of Arabia style yes. music and like it's beautiful because it, they travel. It feels kind of like Indiana Jonesy yeah. too, which I guess is basically yeah. that. Yes. But it's just there's like a dotted map and like they yeah. travel to different yes. places. Like there's like a fight in Morocco and there's a, it's great. Rewatch it. I remember loving Quest. it. And I think that's her, f- her first intro, right? She... Actually, Maybe. technically, oh here we <laughs> go. That is like her main episode. Yeah. I think that's when like every all the cards are on the table. But there's one with like Count Vertigo, which is like a weird Green Arrow villain. Ooh. And at the end, it's like kind of teased. Okay, but she's she's involved. He like teams up with her and meets cool. her, and then it turns mm-hmm. out she betrays him. And then oh, you Talia, find out Talia, Talia, Talia. her dad is the mastermind. But who is Ooh. he? And then this episode also kind of it it the ending. Uh, this is one of the many bummer endings. But like mm-hmm. this episode sort of like claims her as the main love interest that got away for him and i think that i had always thought it was selena um but this sort of like makes talia a bigger deal which makes sense i think um they both got daddy issues (laughs) okay uh going back to two-parters guys oh the call our last episodes keep the call to talk about the call we got justice league (laughs) yes this was Justice League before Justice League existed as a cartoon. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> it was so good. Somebody sounded like Jackie McCabe uh, in that. <laughs> it made me write that down. In... Oh, one of the characters? Yeah, early in the episode. Oh. Um, Micron, probably? Yeah, it was Micron. <laughs> it was definitely Micron. <laughs> Micron, which is Ant-Man, right? Yes. It was Ant-Man or the Atom, yeah. who yeah. was the DC version of I mean, I don't know which. I feel like DC created a lot of them, and then Marvel ripped them off and did them better. Mm. Yeah, no, that's a lot of the time. There's a lot right. of that happening. <laughs> yeah, in, that, in in those early comics. Yeah, they're like, hey, nobody's gonna get paid. Stan Lee made everything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I did love Ink uh, being in this. Yeah, I forgot about Ink, but when she showed up, I was like, oh yeah, yeah. I wish you were more in this episode. <laughs> yeah, well, because she's like an interesting character, but it was yeah. fun that we got to see her. Yeah. 
I like uh, Christopher McDonald, a.k.a. Shooter McGavin. Yeah. Superman. Because it was a different voice actor in the Superman animated series. Tim Daly, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, But I like... I I think he does a good job. Yeah. I mean, it's such a good... It's a fun mystery. Yeah. You get... People... Picking off heroes is a very fun thing. Yeah. Uh, And, like, just... Before there was Justice League, it was like, oh, my God. They can do it. Yeah. Then this felt like their test pilot for it. Very much so. Uh-huh. Um, fucked up history. I mean, jumping to the end. Yes. The Let's reveal do it. that they are controlled by Starro and that Superman has been brainwashed and is an alien, yeah. an evil alien for years. So there's a yeah. section of DC animated history where Superman is not Superman. Uh, and he is just... <laughs> it's the same thing that we get with the last episode, because Raish was in Talia's body for years. Exactly. Yeah, you're right. It's and very it's, similar. It's the implications like the long are fucked con. up. Yeah. It is. Uh, but don't think about that. <laughs> yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> I love that. That's, yeah, uh, no, that's to great. me, that's like what's very cool, is that they committed to the idea that, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Superman was... Was was an alien biding his time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's pretty crazy. It's, and also, Starro is the goofiest villain. Like, he is the first Justice League comic book villain. I didn't know he that. Was? I didn't realize it was from a... Th- is it pretty much the same look? It is. He is. It's just, they're just evil starfish. So, they are the alien first starfish. Comic of JLA, or J- oh. Justice League of America, number one, like, from, the, I don't know, the 60s? Oh, okay. I thought you meant the 90s. Oh, group. no, yeah. I, okay. Oh yeah, it, and the first it's like a giant Starro, and like the Justice League are like wrapped up and fighting a big. It's like the exact same design, yeah. and I think it's so cool that they decided to make For Starro the first, the first Justice League villain we see, and make it a scary villain because I think yeah. it's like such a goofy, like oh yeah, wonderful old design. Uh, I the f- I like I knew there was a setup in this in the like from the beginning, but as soon as Superman crushed the evidence. Of the like thing that almost killed Aqua Girl, I'm just like, oh, destroying evidence. If it's evidence, guys, what are you talking about? Come on, Terry, you're a detective. You should know this by now. Uh huh. Are we seeing Starro? It's a Starro. Oh yeah, they did a action figure Starro set. action figure. Oh, pretty shit. cool. Oh, that, that's Why yeah, pretty much replicating. That? Yeah. Hector Navarro should have this. I'm sure he. I'm does. sure he does. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we are immediately like, yes, he has. Yeah, well, absolutely. Look, I saw him selling off a bunch of old toys recently, I and know. I was like, yep, you have to buy this. You have all of these. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. I'm getting rid of like old toys, and I'm like, but it's to fuel new things. Uh, it's yeah. very. It's a bad turnaround. Listen, mm-hmm. you don't have to explain it to me. Uh, that's what this box is. It's full of toys that everybody who comes on here gets a toy. Ooh, that's a fun. I should do that. It's like the dentist's office. Like you yes. get a little. You get a little toy. Ooh, and we have another toy. There's a toy of from this episode. Unlimited. DC Universe. Ooh, guys. Superman with... Cool toys, guys. Sponsored by eBay today. Yeah, I guess so. Thanks, eBay. Buy your childhood uh, and have no sense. What up with Aqua Girl? Because she, like, almost drowns. Yeah. I liked her. I like her, but what are her powers? I don't don't fully understand. She can read minds by touching things. Yes, and she can Um, talk to sea creatures, because a bunch of whales save people from a ship. I wonder if they didn't want her to be overpowered. Like, I feel like early on in Justice League, if you watch, like, the original series, too, Superman is, like, first season severely underpowered. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah. he also has to wear like a spacesuit in the animated series. Mm-hmm. And I think mm-hmm. it was like the writers coming up against I think they were trying to ground it felt like UCB improv style writing where it was like, well we need to ground this character who can do everything. <laughs> sure. But later now we're in like a superhero world where it's like, yeah, but also 
that's kind of what's fun about Superman is that he can do everything. Yeah. yeah. And maybe look for emotional storytelling. To right. Like he is still like a kid. He was a kid who grew up and found out he was an alien. That's gonna fuck you up, and that's <laughs> yeah. the interesting vulnerability. Yeah, but still haven't figured that yeah. out with uh, movies though. No. Have they? Nope, not really. With uh, DC or Marvel? DC. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anytime anybody refers to Superman as Kyle. Uh, I hear Cartman saying Kyle, <laughs> Kyle, uh, and it makes me laugh every time. Specifically with the Man of Steel movie, Michael Shannon, <laughs> so many, he, so many times he would shout Kyle, Kyle. When Michael Shannon yelled "Respect my authority" <laughs> as General Zod, I was surprised, but it I was, loved it. It was very yeah, surprising. Yes, it was him. intense too. It's so scariest. hard for me to not hear Kyle. <laughs> hey, I've I've got a question about character design in this. Um, does Green Lantern always have to be sitting down, uh, or it's just comfortable? I liked Green Lantern as like a weird little Dalai <laughs> Lama, a little baby. I, yeah, I thought that was like a cool, weird future with, version yeah, of it. Yeah, like it was... an adult woman voice, kind of. That was Dana, the oh. same voice as Dana, Vo- voice that Green Lantern. I didn't know that. No way. Uh, but him floating around everywhere and just not even like opening his legs at all was. Yeah, also, they were that. like, we don't want to animate yeah. <laughs> Probably, these yeah. legs. Like, I, to me, that checks out because it's such a, it's a, it's a mind-driven yeah. power that Green Lantern has. Right, it was like all about willpower. Yeah, so it kind of makes sense that it's a little like meditating Buddha-type uh-huh. figure. Trust I kind, me. Of, I kind of like it. My will for being lazy is so high that I would <laughs> <laughs> like... So what you're saying is yeah. you're jealous of this Green Lantern. Very much I, so. Yeah, to have a power ring to fly you around everywhere, <laughs> yeah. but somehow you're in great shape. Why is John <laughs> laying around and floating through the sky? Oh, that's, he saw this episode of be. uh, Batman Beyond. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a real thing you can do. <laughs> <laughs> he just hadn't uh, thought of it until then. <laughs> I thought that the sorry, I'm jumping around. I mean, I've, we've I, only we all ju- are. That's I mean, how you talk about anything two. on a podcast. It's <laughs> yeah. like there's no like you're if right. you're doing it in order, it's like uh, it's gonna take forever. We so, did I'm talk so sorry. about almost renaming this talking tangents. Talking uh, tangents. <laughs> um, uh, tangents. Is that egg foo? Who is collecting? They, they like talk about the alien who's been collecting creatures. Oh including... no, he is the, he is an actual character. I looked this up because he was in the Superman animated. The collector, show. the collector. It's the collector, not the one from the Marvel the movies, the, the Guardians of the Galaxy. Because he looks like a little floating egg at first, and I thought it was Egg Foo, which is like one of my favorite dumb DC villains. Oh, I didn't oh. even know about Egg Foo. Oh, show me a picture, egg and Foo's, everybody look it up. Egg Foo was like listening. pretty racist and problematic. I mean, is it yeah. like a Fu Manchu mustache on an egg? Probably. You know it, baby. <laughs> I mean, you know, just guessing. But then they like updated him and made him look a little cooler and creepier and like uh, sort oh, of that is so trouble. Okay. So. They sort of made him like a Modoc in later years. I love the new version. The old one is absolutely racist. No good. <laughs> no, it is bad. It's the other one looks like an too. evil Humpty Dumpty. That's yeah. Modoc. But doesn't yeah. that kind of look like the collector? Yeah. That's absolutely yeah. so the collector was in I think it was a two-part With episode. Lobo. Yes, it was the first Lobo one. So basically, yeah. Superman is the last Kryptonian, mm-hmm. and so he's kidnapped as like a zoo animal. Uh, and so oh. Lobo is the last yeah. whatever alien yep. Lobo is. And so that, that's I why Superman has a zoo of animals in the Fortress of Solitude in the animated series. Yeah. Because he rescues all the animals and he saves them. Yeah. He's great, He's the best. guys. What a nice guy. Uh, yeah, Batman would have <laughs> killed him. Yeah. Although, here's the thing. They say that, like, he had no way of bringing them back to their home planet. But, like, this dude travels through space. Well, he didn't have time to. He's always busy. Yeah, he's, he's lazy as hell. Him. He's lazy. Yeah. Uh, oh, Lois and I thing. have a date tonight. Sorry, I can't Sorry. bring you back to your home world. 
Sorry, uh, entire race of animals. I was telling David about this before, um, but when uh, the uh, Warhawk stops the missile and starts flying it up, I was I was watching it and I just went like this and uh, yeah, we're getting a phone call. I went like this. Oh, the fans are calling in. <laughs> the bat phone. <laughs> I went like this to like mimic a detonator and the thing explodes and I I started chuckling and then the. Uh, helmet immediately flies into the windshield, and I lost it and started laughing out loud so hard. It's very intense. Yeah. I thought it was, yeah, it was like Barbara Gordon falling on her dad's car intense. Yeah. In uh, that Over the Edge episode, it which was, you guys talked about in the Darkwing Duck episode, uh, it made me happy. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Oh, it, yeah, of course. It was very intense, but I had also been drinking whiskey at the time, so I just thought it was the funniest thing that I'd seen in a long time, because uh, I, I knew he was going to die. Uh, or I knew he was going to get hurt. I didn't know he was going to die. But seeing that empty helmet just fly into the thing, I'm just like, ah. It's pretty he, fucked. He got incinerated. Yeah, I mean, he's... Um, it's already a crazy visual for, like, that helmet to hit the windshield. So fast. And then, like, he lands and he takes it out of the windshield and, like, looks at it. And I was like, fuck. But then he casually yeah. just hands it over to Uncle Girl. <laughs> just like, uh, Nighthawk's dead. Uh, sorry about uh, that. Okay. And she loses. She collapses. He's like, of I just... Course. I just met him, so I'm okay with this. Chill out, Batphone. Uh, Chill out. Listen, I'm a telemarketer. I laughed. I laughed at the part where uh, Terry is very grossed out by uh, the alien poop. Yes. Yes. He like picks (laughs) up the little blue yuck poop. Yeah. He goes ew. Oh God! The end of so much real gross (laughs) stuff, Terry. Come on. Yeah. Uh, The end of this episode also. Batman felt the most, or Bruce felt the most like Batman from Batman vs. Superman, where it's just like, if there's even a 1% chance, we have to kill him. And I wrote down, like, Bruce has been itching to kill Clark for years. Yes, I love that he has a, a, <laughs> yeah. a backup plan. Yeah. Which, I th- which, is that uh, Dark Knight Returns kind uh, of reference? Isn't that like so, yeah. where he like has gloves made out of yeah. kryptonite? Yeah. 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 It's, a, it's exactly that. I bring up uh, Batman vs. Superman for everybody who's just been watching that over the years. Hopefully not all that much. Watched it on an airplane, took three breaks. <laughs> so bad. It's You've got to. Rough. Listen, I watched just... Justice League in two breaks. Not bad. <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah, it was compared to Batman vs. Superman. It yeah. was good. Listen, but I feel like we could have no. I feel like we could have used a third time seeing the origin of Batman where his parents are shot in front of him. Oh, got to see those pearls drop. Ugh, twice. So great. Um, but he, like, without, like, skipping a beat, Bruce just sees the, like, laser, just stands up. He's just like, I've been waiting for this. Yes. <laughs> it's like, Clark's got to die. Yeah. <laughs> My it, only friend. Uh, oh. It helps to have a a paranoid uh, <laughs> guy on the team who is oh. ready for all. Uh, yeah. This is there. There is exactly a good. Like I know that. that we were shitting on DC animated movies earlier, but there was one that I liked that where like the premise was somebody got into uh, Batman's files on everybody. Yes. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, well, because it's an adapted like all their movies are adapted from comic book storyline. There was yeah. one where in the comics it was Rachel Ghoul was okay. exploiting them or something, and like yeah. they found out Batman was keeping tabs on them, and they're like, "Fuck you, yes. what?" And he's like, "Well, yeah. I was right." Yeah. I had some time to kill. I really, I really like that storyline. I think it's cool because, like, of course, Batman would do that, and of course, everyone would be pissed. Yeah. And I remember it ending with Batman being like, "You're right. I shouldn't be part of the Justice League anymore," and he walks away. Yes. Yeah. Because it's fucking badass. Yes. 
It's really great. cool. It's, I mean, yeah, you're, he was wrong. So this, like, this totally is in keeping with, with who Batman is. This is life. how you do a two-parter, you guys. Yeah, yeah. guys. Just us, 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 just call it the call. Also, Terry is supposed to be at the top of his game, and he is very just not doing much, and he, like, falls out of the boom tube. Like oh, there the are a lot tube. of there well the mo- boom tube I mean you're hurtling through space and time it's gonna happen to justify Terry yeah but also like the point where uh, he's like they find out Superman's possessed and he goes to like pull out the like little pin it's the slowest thing of him just standing yeah. there this is the man who can jump and throw like six batarangs and hit and blow up something and he's just like oh my god I need to get this pin yeah. <laughs> slow motion goes for it no. um, also though like them. Con- Confronting Superman without much of a plan is like, guys, come on. You gotta fit. It's Superman. Remember yeah. who he is? Remember it's Superman? Mm-hmm. Remember what he does? Mm-hmm. Superman. Uh, what's a mother box? A oh. mother box is an apocalyptian. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's basically a, it's like a Jack Kirby New God specific. So like Dark Side and like all those guys use it to travel. It's in it the movie. In Justice League. And it's very silly yeah. in the In film. the movie, it's bad. Yeah. <laughs> in in the animated series and like the comics, it looks more like graphic and it's like yeah. a, that like kind of round mm-hmm. weird tunnel, like a light tunnel. Because it's what they use to send the starfish things back, right? Yes. She yeah. very quickly says, can I see your mother box? And I was she like, what? Is that <laughs> it's basically just like uh, it's been established ish a traveling a, thing. Yeah, Apocalypse like, has been there before, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. or Apocalypse is where Darkseid is from, yeah. as well as the name of the Marvel villain, Apocalypse. Yeah. No, much. boy, uh, I mean, basically, what we saw in Infinity War was the best version of new gods the dc story That's that we'll funny. never get <laughs> um, because it was like thanos is dark side like yes. it's all rip off of that but they did it better yeah i did love in this and i thought it was so badass but it, it probably wasn't meant to be uh but when terry's flying away in his batmobile and uh, clark is flying at him just standing up <laughs> just, it's so uh, I think it is supposed to be like cool and weird. It's yeah. eerie because it's like, oh, Superman when he flies like does that like one hit. It's almost like a Heil. Uh, yeah. let's, let's be honest. No, yeah. but he like kind of, he, it's he like a diver's. Uh, yes, he does heil. like a da da. It, it, yeah, it's, it, it's a like, dial. It's like yeah. you not knowing how to like uh, not having a good enough imagination and just flying your uh, little animated or your little uh, action figure at somebody straight like this, yeah. just holding the action figure like standing up. I think it's very cool. It's creepy. It's it's yeah. creepy, yeah. It's, um, it feels off, which works for, for for the moment. And it did have the great line of just like, oh, how fast is a speeding bullet? And just when Terry's trying to outrun him, yeah. he's just like, oh, God, this is good. Because he knew like the entire Justice League is coming for him uh, and trying to kill him. And still able to make jokes is why I love Terry and Spider-Man. Oh, <laughs> and just, the best. Uh, yeah. So good. Yeah, he is really, I, I forgot about that, but it's like, Terry is Spider-Man in the Batman universe. Yeah. yeah. He's a little bit darker. Uh, sometimes we get like dark Spidey in like comics and stuff. Yeah. But what I always liked about Spider-Man is like, we are Spider-Man. We idealize being Batman. You know, yeah. like that's the, yeah. the difference. And like, they were always my favorites. But like, you get the best of both worlds with Batman Beyond. You're baby. right. Yeah. yeah. That's a good point. Never really thought about. We brought this up with, uh, this is a common theme that keeps coming up. Uh, we did an Adam McCabe's episode. Where it's just like we all want to be bugs, but we all relate to, to Daffy. Daffy. Uh, yeah, we want to be Batman, but we're all actually Spider. Well, you know what? I'll I'm take okay it. Being yeah, Spider-Man. I was gonna say yeah, it doesn't. Be, it kind of works. <laughs> Love Spider Man. Love yeah. Spider Man. Um, um, 
These episodes yeah, were great. Yeah, man. We had so much to choose from, too. No. Uh, these were these were solid ones to revisit. I cheated and well gave done. a two-parter. <laughs> well, I mean, good. No, no. But it had to be fully told. And this was like a very important one, too. To, yes. go, uh, to just see him interacting with everybody else because we don't get that. No. And because because we had just watched that Justice League one that wraps everything up, it felt really good to revisit these and see yeah. that like they lay the groundwork for like the yeah. these these sad tragic Batman themes a long time ago. Oh, I'm just glad it's not as sad as the episodes that Hector brought us because <laughs> those were I legitimate mean, yeah. tear <laughs> Was the one with like ten or like not ten, but the like the dying girl, the dying girl, where he sits on a bench, uh, yep. swing with her until she dies. Yep. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, boy. That when Solomon Grundy dies. I love uh, that one. So, Mark Hamill is Solomon Grundy. Yeah. Damn. So many. Oh god. I'm just gonna repeat things that you already talked about in another episode. <laughs> uh, we can revisit that entire episode. Yeah. <laughs> we'll do an episode of that episode. Uh, Let's just tack that episode onto the end of this one. Oh, that sounds good. People will like that. Nobody will notice. We could just be like, come on in, Hector. (laughs) Cut here. Hi, I'm here. (laughs) Oh, it's me, Hector. Okay, good. Now we did it. People will believe that was Hector. (laughs) I'll auto-tune your voice. Hector does always sound auto-tuned. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, weird. Weird, Weird, Hector. What's up with that? We're calling you out. You're a biological anomaly, Hector. (laughs) Um, um, thank you for selecting great sods. Oh thank yeah, you. thank, thank you, you for letting for me talk here. about great sods. Speaking of podcasts, <laughs> aside from Batman the yes. animated podcast, which is a great podcast. Uh, plug, plug. Uh, plug, 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 plug. Yes, plug. I have a show mm-hmm. that will probably be out by the time this comes out. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called Bad Reception. It's mm-hmm. on Audible, audible.com slash Bad Reception. It's a thirteen-part improvised narrative comedy. So great, Mr. Paul F. Tompkins and Lauren Lapkus and. Darcy Carden and Nicole Byer and my improv group people. Winslow. Yeah, a lot of really people. funny people. It's a hell of a cast. It is a lot of fun people, and there's still more. Listen, mm-hmm. you had me I at love. PFT. PFT uh, is great. But uh, at the uh, 300 people that are also on here are all some of the funniest people I know. Yeah. Um, you got Kyle Mooney playing a buff mutant deer leader. Of course. <laughs> of course. It gets insane. So, yeah, you that can find tracks. it there. <laughs> cool. uh, there's a live show that will probably have already happened by the time you hear this. When is this? August 18th at 9 p.m. Check for another live show because you can always do two. Yeah. 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 That's the yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> Check out Winslow Friday nights at hey, UCB Franklin if you live in Los Angeles. Uh, cool, one of the great classic teams. You guys always have fun. Hey, thanks. Um, mm-hmm. What do you have to plug, David? Oh my gosh! Again, uh, I love this space kid and cat. Uh, I don't know when this episode airs, but two weeks from now, uh, whatever there, they will be on the internet by then. <laughs> yeah, it's still August. I've seen yeah. episode one. It's out right now. It's really great. Yeah, it is. It's very yeah. funny. Thank you. It's like I said great. on, uh, like I said previously, I I'm very proud of it and love all of the episodes. But I also feel like with each episode we figured things out and like it keeps getting better in my mind. Yeah. So like like the fourth episode I love and I'm excited for people to see I it. Can't wait. Um, it feels very you. Like <laughs> a, a, like it, it truly yeah. like that's the best thing is like when you're allowed to like showcase your voice uh, comedically and like artistically. It's like. It's it's Thanks, great man. to see. Friends it was very that. it was very fun, and it was insane the amount of creative freedom Nickelodeon gave us. It's about damn uh, time. Yeah. yeah, this guy's been making cool cartoons and drawings forever. Hey, so get out of here! <laughs> we tried uh, selling a thing together once. That's right. Didn't happen, but the <laughs> drawings are beautiful. Hey, nice draw. That's I was thinking about that. Those oh. were I drew those in like pencil and ink and scanned them to color them. 
I don't do that shit anymore. No. I want to see that. Use a tablet or something. <laughs> Hell yeah. It, or something. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see those. Yeah, it was called Tales from the Crime Pewter. That's right. And it was a bunch of like shorts that were like failed superheroes, villains. And that's awesome. Every design looked really good. <laughs> hey, thanks, man. Uh, that was a while amazing. ago. It was, it was a really like long time ago. Anymore. I'm sure looking back on anything old, it's always, we're more critical. But I think if I showed it mm-hmm. blindly to other people, they'd be like, oh, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, you, he's had, good. you had me at your description. Now I want it to get made so I can actually see it. My huh? favorite design that you did was one called Robot Prospector. Oh, yeah. Uh, that is just that. Yeah. Uh, he was just like a chubby little robot yeah. with a light bulb as a nose. Yes, I love it. He was it. good. Yeah. <laughs> Let's bring it back. Yeah. Hey, if you're listening, exactly. So that's another thing I'm playing. Hey, Nickelodeon. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I really detoured into like, make it about my thing. No, but you're right. That was a fool. And I was thinking about that. Uh, also, because it came to mind because I got that enormous Art of Venture Brothers book. Oh, is it out? And I remember, yes, and it's very I good. I got to get it. It's real good. But I remember mm. like trying to emulate the Venture Brothers style, and looking at that book reminded me of it and just how much I love Venture that Brothers. Show is so good. We could talk about it. Yeah, I was going to say. New uh, episode. We will next season. Prepared. So okay. that's, that's my plug, season. Venture Brothers. Uh, I s- ever I heard of it? I have not watched Venture Brothers. What? Yeah. That seems insane to me because it is so up your alley yeah yeah no listen i it, it came out at the wrong there was a round i'm trying to remember what else came out about the it's same over time. a decade ago yeah. yeah i was watching it in college that's what's crazy freshman about year in college <laughs> i mean also they take forever to make like 10 episodes yeah but god bless them god it bless was them. like my group of friends half of my group of friends was watching it um and uh, my ex had gotten me into avatar the last airbender so i fell hard into that it's a lot of work to yeah. catch up on Venture yeah. Brothers too, because it's. I don't remember to. what the hell has happened oh, when I no. start a new season. I'm like, oh god, this is so continuity driven, and I love it. But I will rewatch episodes a couple times, which I don't do for a lot of shows. But it's 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 a chore, but a good one. Yeah, yeah. If that, so, I've been rewatching it from the beginning like because watching. I got this book, um, and I remember in the past like thinking. Season one was pretty rough, and I don't think it is. I think it's just not what the show becomes. Right, it starts as more of a parody. It's yeah, it's way more of a comedy, like like monster of the week style, or like adventure of the week rather. Mm-hmm. But then they like realize they can get into like the background of all of these mm-hmm. yeah. this insane cast of villains and like the bureaucracy of the guild of calamitous that's when it really clicked was when they brought in the bureaucracy stuff the, and it was, like, the trial funny. of the monarch is like the penultimate uh god we're talking Listen, about venture I, I, i'm down for i love all I, I know about a lot of the back like extended world that they created for it and i'm down for it and now is the time for me to watch it now I is mean, the time this is how i this podcast is how i got into samurai jack uh it's yeah there aren't I, that many seasons of this adventure yeah. i mean it's like this is the seventh season and it's been 10 years yeah so over 10 years. and they're like yeah it's like 10 it's a while. to 13 episodes max per season and they're 22 minutes now's the time to do it i need to you guys, out. we're plugging Venture Brothers. Yeah, yeah watch the Venture Brothers. It's great. <laughs> Buy the it's book. Funny, and uh, they do a yeah. great job. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, Thanks, man. guys. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you. Uh, rate and subscribe us and tell people about us. Thank do you, it. Thank you, my Bruce Tims. <laughs> thank you, my Bruce Tims. Mm, Bruce Tims. Bye. Bye.
Hi, I'm Muriel. And I'm Nick. And we are the co-hosts of the podcast, Hella Hella in Your Your 30s. 30s. This podcast is all about diets, hobbies. Never dying. Never dying. Fitbits. I'm going to try to moisturize my face more. Yeah, alcohol. Should we drink more or less? (laughs) Cheap Chipotle dates for two. We bring you hot episodes every Monday from Campfire Media. So make sure to subscribe on Apple or wherever you get your podcasts. Campfire.